1: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, September 30th, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong, joins us on this clean, crisp day. Steve,
2: how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Going well. Not quite fall weather yet. It almost snuck in here, but another 80-degree day here. In the Indianapolis suburbs, as we send it down, I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus.
1: Definitely had some beautiful weather here, and we are enjoying it. We also enjoyed talking about recruiting, so shocker, it's good to have Steve on. Steve, one look at the class of 2022 recruiting rankings leads one to believe that Ohio State may have lost its grip on the Midwest or the Big Ten. The current rankings, number one, Penn State number two, Notre Dame, number three, Alabama, number four, Texas, number five, Georgia, number six, Ohio State. I contacted you and asked, will Penn State finish ahead of Ohio State?
2: What did you tell me? Well, there's several ways you can look at the recruiting rankings, Dan, and and if you have a top 10 class, that's obviously great work. But when you do a deeper dive, I like to key in on that average ranking per commit part. And Ohio State's 93.92 is tops in the country. Alabama, 93.87, right behind them. Clemson, 93.79. Those are the only programs right now averaging over 93. Now, Penn State's averaging 90.5, which is an average of a four-star per player. You know, Notre Dame at number two at 91.56, which is higher than Georgia at number five at 91.55 just to put into perspective, these are all really good classes, but pound for pound, Ohio State's got the number one class in the country. And then beyond that, recruiting's about how are you addressing your needs? We've seen USC sign some high-ranking recruiting classes that have uh, turned out to not be high-producing teams on the field, whether that's lack of player development, which certainly plays a part for USC, lack of toughness, which certainly plays a part for USC, but also just not hitting your needs year in and year out, which doesn't lead to a balanced roster. So uh, um, with Ohio State, uh, um, you know they, they still have arguably the top class in the country, even with Quinn Ewers enrolling early. I think what makes this
1: one so interesting, though, is Penn State is definitely seeing the needle pointed up. I think they're ranked fourth in the country. That's the highest they've been ranked in quite some time. But there is something looming and that is that James Franklin is still talked about heavily about being the next coach at USC. We talked briefly about this. There aren't a ton of recruits in the class that Penn State's gathered that I think Ohio
2: State would go after, but there is one, and that's Drew Aller. But I talked to Drew Aller this week, and he's locked in with Penn State, and is already returning, went to the Auburn game, planning to return for the Michigan game looking to get back for another game or two also. So where James Franklin has this Penn state program, I think has never been more exciting a a time for Penn state football in a long time. You know, you look at the season they're having this year, this is arguably the best recruiting class he's ever had. That's a program that opposite of USC plays with a lot of toughness year in and year out. And, and is a a school that's certainly not scared uh, to, to play against Ohio state every year. And, you know they've achieved a lot of great things, and have it. You know this is a recruiting class that puts them in position for more.
1: You said you spoke to Drew Aller earlier this week. Is he still in contact in any way with the Ohio State staff?
2: That didn't come up, but when I talked with his dad a couple of weeks ago after Ohio State offered, he talked about it being a flattering opportunity. You just never know where things are going to take you in this process. And, and if James I, Franklin's the coach at Penn State, Drew Aller is going to go to Penn State. That makes sense. I also think
1: Mike Yersich may be up for that job.
2: Sure, good point. There's yeah. a lot of loyalty and devotion to Mike Yersich, who was the first coordinator to really prioritize Drew.
1: Definitely an interesting one to watch, though, because there are real people in the business who who think James Franklin is going to be the next head coach at USC, not James Edwards, the former center for the Pistons. Also on the recruiting front, Ohio State heads to Rutgers this weekend for what has got to be the biggest Ohio State Rutgers game in history. And Rutgers is rolling out the red carpet for a bunch of their recruits. Do you think that's smart for Rutgers to try and use this as the marquee game for their recruiting?
2: I mean, I think that if you're a program that's confident in the direction where you're going, yeah, absolutely. Bring in in recruits and let them see what you look like against Ohio State. I mean, Rutgers played well in the big house last week and gave Michigan uh, all they could handle there in, in the second half. Their program that's on the rise, and this is kind of a measuring stick game for them. You, know, you could have said the same about Florida State going into the Notre Dame game, and they made that one exciting in front of a bunch of good recruits. Now, I understand that Florida State has not executed anything right since then, but you just never know uh, how it's going to shake out. NC State had a bunch of recruits in for the Clemson game over the weekend and hit hit big, in my opinion. We're going to take a quick break, come back.
3: Selling a little or a lot. to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: All right, we are back. I will admit, I am very nervous about this game. We have yet to make our picks for the roundtable. I'm definitely going to pick Ohio State to win, but I'm not sure what the bulge will be. What's your vibe on this game? Definitely a nervous one for Ohio State.
2: Well, how I feel about Ohio State going into every game is that they just play well and take care of what they're supposed to do on both sides of the ball. They're tough to beat. They're one of the more talented teams in the country. You know, Rutgers will have a good game plan for them, but you just can't, you can't fully game plan for the talent that Ohio State's going to roll out there on offense. What are your plans for the weekend, sir? I'm going to attend a high school football game on Friday and then be locked into these rivalry games on Saturday or these big top 10, top 25 showdowns on Saturday.
1: All right, we'll get out on this. I don't know, it was about a couple months ago we started talking about Chris McClellan, the defensive tackle from Oklahoma. And there have been crystal balls put in for Ohio State. And at the time I said to you, I cannot believe Oklahoma is going to let A defensive tackle, good enough to play at Oklahoma. Leave the state and go to Ohio State. Sanity has apparently returned and he is now crystal balled towards Oklahoma and will likely end up there. I feel the same way about Curtis Perry. Defensive tackle that we've offered. He said Ohio State's the top of his list. He's a state of Alabama resident. What are the chances he ends up at Ohio
2: State? Well, I don't think that – I mean, I, I think Ohio State's in a better position for some other guys. you start talking about Kenyatta Jackson and Eni White and some of those guys right now. Caden Curry, of course, uh, to name a few. I think those are some of the guys that Ohio State's got a more realistic chance at.
1: What do you make of the chatter that Ohio State leads for Kenyatta Jackson because Alabama soured on him?
2: Uh, I mean, I think that Ohio State's been in a good position for him the whole process. He's been up a couple times. So regardless of – I mean, I haven't heard anyone souring on him or anything like that. I just know Ohio State's always been in a good position.
1: And it's a position
2: they need to fill.
1: One position that does not need filling, 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting. Steve Wong's got that on lock. We appreciate him stopping by. Have a good one, Nutters. We
2: may need to fill in another Thursday guest with all the editing you're going to have to do for this one. But anyways, y'all see you on the front row. And if any F-bombs make it in, it's all Daniel's fault, not mine, even though I said it.